You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the city of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's royal visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. It's Enrico Palazzo! Utah, give me two. Yeah, what is up? Look at it. I'm a human being. I'm alive. I can't believe it. My nostrils are clogged with shit right now. But here I am. I exist. I am so sorry I've been gone for so long. I feel like a ghost of a person that never was. But I'm alive! How are you doing? What the hell's going on? It's Thursday night. We got Thursday night football here in about an hour or so. 7.20 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the East Coast at this moment. The chat says it lives. Yes, I'm alive. Here I am. I feel like such a buzzkill, man. What happened to me? Where did I go? You guys still out there? Are you still there? What happened? I know, it's shocking. It's very shocking that you can be so involved and then just get knocked down on your ass like I did. And that happened to me. And you know what? I got to do another show after this, so I'm going to keep this one a little more brief. I'm not going to lie about it. But two weeks from right now, two weeks from this moment, two. You talk. Two weeks. We've got something special brewing. I'm very excited about it. Two weeks. Weeks. Yeah, I, I meant to rebuild my audience. I got to start from scratch. I got to start all over again. And that's okay. You know, when you are not there, life just keeps on going. That's one thing about missing time to being ill and getting knocked on my ass like I have. I can still, you can still hear my nostrils. I, they're filled with shit. Ugh, the pressure is awful. It started my throat. My, my voice disappeared. I'm so glad my voice is back. The powerful voice was devastated and silenced. It was wild. And then it went down in my lungs and it's been down there. There's something in there. Let me see if I can pull up something for you. (laughs) There you go. And uh, and it's moved into my head. So it's just the way it is. It's not COVID. It turns out there's other things besides COVID out there that are still quite awful to get viruses 
They're gross. Anyways, let's move on to greener pastures. I mean, how have you guys been doing with your football? What's going on? Baseball season's over, and shit, the Braves are out. The Dodgers are out. I've been off for a little bit, and all of a sudden, the postseason just went sideways, and I love that shit. I love seeing chaos. I really do. I think chaos in playoffs is fun, and some people will bitch, but they were given a series of what these... They got rid of the one-game, one-off, so you can't complain about that. You can't do that, all right? You can't be that guy. You can't be that person. Don't be that guy. Because all of these were series. Even if they were three-game series, then they were five-game series, and then now they're seven-game series. Maybe they'll adjust those series and make them longer. You know, they want more money, so I'm sure they'll probably do that. I'm very confident in that. You can always trust in the greed of ownership. That's something you can lock in for sure. Uh, Oh, Jasper's here. What's up, brother? Oh, my God, Jasper. You're still alive. I'm still alive. How are you, dude? How's Indiana? What the hell's going on out there? I miss you, man. I hope you're doing all right. And if you're not, that's fine. Because I feel like shit. But here I am. Is this in focus, by the way? Look at that. Oh, look at that. Makes the background weird when I do that. Uh, if you're on the podcast version of this, you're hearing it after the fact. What's been going on in your world out there? Email the show, which we never get to emails. And I never check the email. In fact... It's been a while since I've checked it. Palazzo Podcast at ProtonMail.com. Two L's, two Z's, of course, for those of you that are not familiar, the uninitiated. Utah, give me two. So maybe I'll check that email. Maybe I should make a new email that's not ProtonMail. People make fun of it, but I liked it because it was like more encrypted, and I think that's important. Chad says, I'm rocking the zero quarterback $1,000 dynasty matchup versus the first place team. So not good. Hmm, that doesn't sound good either. Uh, taking a look where we are, um, I, I just feel so discombobulated. I don't feel like myself. Two weeks from right now, though, I did the two weeks button. Arizona. I will be in Arizona two weeks from this moment. Actually, I'll be taking off on my flight at this moment to head to Arizona for first pitch. Baseball HQ's first pitch Arizona. You get the Arizona Fall League combined with this four-day, three-day thing, November 3rd through 6th, I believe at the Mesa Sheraton Hotel in Mesa, Arizona. And there will be baseball, Arizona Fall League baseball. That's awesome. People love that, don't they? Yeah, I think we can lock that in. And then we've got all these panels and get to talk with people and connect in real life. And I'll be representing FTN, which is where I work part-time. Yes, I'm at FTN still. And if you want to use my promo code, MJGOVIER, blah, 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 please. We do have a three-day free trial thing going on. You should definitely take advantage of that right now. So if you want to know what the inside of FTN looks and feels like, especially FTN Daily, check out the the three-day trial. Use the three-day trial. Take advantage of it. And then if you want to take it up a notch, use my promo code MJGovier and sign up and save 20%. Boom. Done. That's how easy it is. Lock it in. See? I locked it in. So I'm going to talk about the football games upcoming, uh, what happened recently. Uh, tonight's game, by the way, I got to get my DFS lineups locked and loaded. I don't have a feel for this one. I'm usually pretty good. You know, I play these, I'll play multi-entries, big, giant. I'll play the Millie Maker. I'll play the big-ass tournaments that are multi-entry. And only put one entry in, and I'll make 30 bucks because I get most of it right, but I don't quite get there all the way. But I usually have a pretty good feel for these primetime games. And this game, it kind of feels like... Arizona could be done. Like, the Saints should probably go in and just win this game because they're the better team. But the only X factor I would say to that is that DeAndre Hopkins is back. And I wonder how important he is to that team. I kind of get the feeling that he matters a lot. And if I'm right about that, that means 
that his return tonight could be big for the Cardinals. Now, they got Robbie Anderson in the trade because he pouted and, I don't want to be here in Carolina anymore. This team sucks. And they traded his ass. And, you know, Robbie Anderson's a bitch. You are. You're a bitch. You're, uh, you want to be in a situation that doesn't suck. Sure. Who doesn't want that? But you're committed. You got a contract and you're playing for a team just like everybody else is. And to have the, the way it ended for him is a bad look. The way that Robbie Anderson's career in Carolina came to an abrupt end last weekend with him just basically being told to leave, like, hey, get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's not, that's not good. It's not good for anybody. Now he's on a new team. We'll see how he acclimates. And he's got Kyler Murray throwing the ball. Way better of a quarterback, even if Kyler Murray is just disinterested all the time. Way, way better option than the quarterbacks he had in Carolina. So maybe, not tonight. Robbie Anderson, if Robbie Anderson makes... An impact on tonight's game, that would be very, very surprising. He does have speed, though, so if they just tell him to go run a fly route one or two times and he catches one of them, that could be a guy that you throw into a DFS lineup for the hell of it, but I'm not doing that. I'm avoiding that. I will say I love Chris Olave. I think he's actually a captain play tonight because when he's on the field, he's dangerous, and all their other receivers are out. No Michael Thomas, no Jarvis Landry, and that's who the guys I like. I like Olave. I like Hopkins. Uh... Kind of like the Saints' defense a little bit, too, at the same time. Place kickers are going to be involved. These primetime games are always awful. This is an awful season of football. This is a this is a horrendous season, but it will self-correct eventually. The Giants, not buying what the Giants are doing at all. The New York Giants are total fraud. And I love Dayball, and I actually thought the Giants would win more games than their over-under. I'm pretty sure I took the over on that. I think it was six games or five. It was To me, it was an easy over because I think Dayball's a really good coach. But the Giants are overachieving. They're coming back from these deficits in the fourth quarter. The Ravens were up 20 to 10, and they blew that game. It's just stupid. The Packers blew that game in London. And a lot of things just keep breaking for this team. Sooner or later, the party's going to end. Some people are trying to make the proclamation and the comparison that Giants are like last year's Titans. They just kept winning, and they were the number one seed in the AFC, even though people thought they weren't very good. And they lost their first playoff game to the Bungles. Well, you, formerly the Bungles, now the Bengals, right? With Joe Burrow, they're the Bengals. They used to be the Bungles. So I'm not making the Giants-Titans comparison. I love Dable as a coach, and I think Daniel Jones is not terrible. And they've got guys on the outside if they're healthy with Kadarius Toney and Wandale Robinson, guys who have speed. And you mix that in with Barkley, whose shoulder is falling apart, by the way. I don't think Barkley's going to last the season. I do not. So sooner or later... This is going to fall apart. I just don't know if it's going to be against the Jags this week or not. Jags are favored by three, I believe, at home against the Giants. I don't know what to make of it. I really don't. Uh, Last week, I was really on the underdogs, and I was excited about that. And Jamie says, wow, no black stuff today, huh? What does that mean? I don't know what that means. Like, I'm not wearing black? Or I am wearing black? I don't know. Uh... I don't know what that means. Uh, Chad says, no James Conner. Yeah, James Conner is overrated. Uh, I wouldn't. I saw somebody on Discord earlier said, should I buy low on James Conner? I don't think so. He was touchdown lucky last year as hell. He got super lucky on touchdown breaks. You take away the touchdowns, just wasn't that great. So I'm not buying on James Conner at all. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury's trash. The Cardinals are trash. And until they show tonight that they can turn the corner, I'm going to need to see it. I, there is... I still have this optimism that DeAndre Hopkins is a key ingredient to what they want to do there. 
And yes, that may be shocking, but if that is the case, we'll see that play out tonight and take the Cardinals minus two and a half. Maybe. So, uh, oh, he says, uh, I was talking about your videos on the Discord. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no black, no, no gross stuff coming out of my lungs. Uh, I am clear and free. Well, I'm not clear of that. It's in there still. See? Can you hear that? Oh, that's gross, isn't it? Ugh. Anywho, uh, let's talk this weekend's games. I want to get in, get out. I wish I could do a longer show, but I wanted to make my presence felt, and nobody's really here anyways because... I've lost the audience. When you leave, people forget about you. I know you guys are still killing it in the Discord. I love that. Our Discord's wide open. Every, you guys have made, you literally proved that I don't need to be there because the Discord ran without me for a whole week. And that's great. That is so great. I love you guys for that. The Discord link you can find on our Twitter handle. I actually took that pin tweet down because this baseball season ended. So I'm going to have to do a new, I think the Discord link though would be in the bio of our Plaza Podcast Twitter handle, 2Ls, 2Zs. So check that two. out. If not, it's Plaza Podcast on Discord. You can find it really easily. Plaza Podcast, fantasy sports, not just baseball, football, baseball. We do it all. We got guys like Russell Withers in there. He's dropping his uh, his data for what he learned this year and for the coming next year. He's already working. He's already grinding. He's a genius. He really is. I've got very own channels for him and Ryan Venancio in the Plausible Podcast Discord. So if you've never heard of us and you want to get connected with Russell and Ryan, who both know their shit, they are pros. Lock that in. I'm locking it in. They know what they're talking about. Get involved with the Plausible Podcast Discord. We got football, of course, 24-7, and the guys will be talking about that. Look, someone's talking about uh, Taysom Hill's usage. Let's see. Taysom Hill was lined up for 35 plays at quarterback, 18 as a tight end, 16 as a wide receiver, and three in the backfield last time. Dennis Allen said he's a weapon anytime we can get him on the field. So we need to utilize him as much as we can. Hmm. Taysom Hill sounds like a fun DFS play tonight, doesn't he? Oh, bye. Yeah. He had that four touchdown game a couple weeks ago. That was bonkers. And I I brought him up on the FTN DFS show like a month ago, which I haven't been on because I was sick. And then I had the feast before that, and I was off for that weekend. Arr! So much time is flying by. We need to stop time for like two weeks so I can catch up. Is that possible? Can someone make that happen? I don't know. Okay. Uh, at any rate, I love the Discord. And I just want you guys to know that the FDN DFS show is part of the package. And we do that Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. It's with Sam Chowdhury and Two Gun, who's a three time Millie Maker winner. So if you want to be involved in that package, use the promo code MJGOVIA. I've said it before. I hate selling myself like that because I feel like I'm just saying it over and over again. But unfortunately, sometimes people hear things at different times. Just because you've heard it before doesn't mean that someone won't hear it for the first time. So I have to speak repetitively on occasion. And I do apologize for that. Okay. Okay. Second out of nine. I, I need that drop. I don't have that drop. By the way, uh, is everybody okay out there? How are you guys feeling? How have you been? Is there anything going on in your lives I need to know about? Now, fill me in in the live chat. Talk to me. Talk to me. Come on. Be my friend. I want to be helpful. I want to be of service to you guys. Make a difference. Please uh, subscribe to the YouTube. Like the video. You know, let's try to grow this thing during football season. I know I have not anything to go on lately because I haven't done shit, but we will get this thing back on track and we'll be pumping out consistent content. And with Arizona two weeks away, I'll be doing live videos from Arizona with lots of great people. Me and Benjamin Chase and Phil Goyette have lined up an interview for 
first pitch live with an actual minor leaguer in the Brave system. So stay tuned on that. We're going to be making that a reality, and I really, 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 really want that to fly. I'm excited about that. And, of course, uh, Chad's going to get back on the Twitch channel soon. He's uh, been ill himself, so when he gets to good health, he'll be busting other shows on the Twitch channel. So make sure you check out the Twitch, the Palazzo Podcast Twitch. I never do anything with it. I'm terrible at Twitch. I admit that freely, and that's why Chad's our main Twitch man. You know what I mean, Vern? Remember Jim Varney, that guy? He used to do local commercials here in Detroit area in Michigan. It was for ABC Warehouse, and it was fun. It was it was cool. It was like, oh, my God, Ernest P. Whirl. You know what I mean, Vern guy? Does local commercials? That's awesome. We thought it was the coolest thing ever. But then again, by the time I was 13, I didn't think Jim Varney was very cool at all. <laughs> there wasn't a part of me that was like, oh, dude, man, when you're a teenager and you talk about Jim Varney, you're talking some cool shit, brother. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow, dude. Yeah, that's not something that anybody ever said. Oh, boy, my voice is going already. All right, well, woo, we are live here, so make sure you follow us on Twitter, 2Ls. Utah. 2Zs. Give me two. Palazzo Podcasts. And let's talk about this week's NFL slate, and then I'm going to get out of here. Uh, your baseball thoughts, uh, we're going to talk Dynasty in the offseason, and we'll talk about what happened and where we go for the next season. I'm going to be on a, at least one panel, by the way, at First Pitch Arizona for Baseball HQ's big event. It's been confirmed. Finally got that confirmed. Yay! My first panel there for First Pitch. I'm very excited about that. I'm going to make the most of that, and I'll try to share as much information as I can. You guys know that. I try to be reasonable, and I want to give you guys actionable shit that you can use and apply in your own lives. Woo! Man, my nose hurts! Oh! Back in business and ain't it grand. Let the good times roll. That's from Dick Tracy. That's a weird-ass movie. When you've grown up and you go back and watch Dick Tracy from 1990, Warren Beatty's Dick Tracy, some weird shit in that movie, man. Some weird people in that film. It's bizarro. Bizarro! Uh, It's like a guy with like a head. It's like... Eight feet wide. I don't know why. They call him Little Face. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah, that's happening. Okay, so let's talk about the uh, coming NFL schedule for the weekend. I'm giving you a couple thoughts on Thursday Night Football. Between the Cards and the Saints, which uh, should be pretty terrible probably. That's my assumption. It won't be a good game. But, uh, you know, maybe we'll finally see a good game on primetime this year. Very unlikely. Uh, Browns-Ravens. So the Browns are in Baltimore. They just got shellacked by the Pats, who are high-flying. I took the Pats. I like the Pats in that game. Uh, The Browns-Ravens, to me, is a situation that requires one of these teams to step up. Jacoby Brissett's not good. He's not growing under Kevin Stefanski by any means. Uh, Bill Belichick shut down the run game, dared Brissett to throw, and that was an easy recipe for victory. 38-15 shellacking. And they've blown games against other teams like the Falcons and the Jets. And both the Falcons and the Jets have a better record than the Browns. So maybe the Browns were the worst team in the end. So maybe they weren't meant to win those games. All I do know is that the Ravens... Lamar Jackson's uh, in deep doo-doo right now. He's in a situation where the contract is weighing heavier and heavier on the team. And he came out explosive initially, but he's been really limited the last couple of weeks. He's gone quiet. Sure, he runs for a few yards, but the passing's not there. And I know that Bateman's been out, and he hasn't had the wide receivers he'd like to have. That is a problem. I think that's a fair problem, too. It's fair to state that. Can't rely on Mark Andrews 24-7. But, I don't know. I, I think the Ravens take this game. 
but I also don't trust the Ravens at all. I think, I, I don't know who you could trust more between the Browns and the Ravens right now. Both of them are so very untrustworthy. But one of them's got to end the skid in this game. And I think I'm leaning Ravens just because they're at home. And the Browns, Lamar Jackson is better than Jacoby Brissett. I think we can all say that. Can we say that with a clear conscience? Full hearts? Can't lose? Uh, yeah, it's a six and a half point spread right now. I actually think I'm going to take Cleveland in the six and a half. They're going to lose, but I'll take the six and a half on this day right now. Dick Chubb should run rough shot against Baltimore. And I think Amari Cooper will make a couple plays. And we'll see if J.K. Dobbins can play this week or not. I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Kenyon Drake had 119 yards rushing in that loss to the Giants. That was fun. And Kenyon Drake was a huge pickup. We'll see if he ever approaches 119 yards rushing against anybody else this season. I'm dubious of that possibility, but we'll see. All right, uh, Giants-Jags. I mentioned that one earlier. The Jaguars are a more talented offensive team. They truly are. But the Giants are getting a little bit healthier. And the Giants have this magic, lucky charm stuck up their ass. So it's hard to bet against the Giants, but I'm taking the Jags. Take the Jags to win for sure. Jags money line easy. I'm really, really worried, though, about the minus three. I don't know if I can go straight. Hey, take the three points in the Jags. Don't lay that three. I don't know if I can do that. Take the money line. It was kind of like the Bengals last week at the Saints. I, I knew the Bengals would win. I just didn't know if they could win by three. So I took the money line. And it wasn't that much worse odds, frankly. It was like 165, 160. So, yeah, in a money line like that, I'll take that when it's that close. I don't think it's that big a difference. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, can he throw for 200 yards? Can he blow up this Giants defense? I think he can. Wink Martindale's going to bring the house against him. And that's what Martindale does. Blitz, 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 blitz. I think Lawrence is going to exploit that. And I think Doug Peterson is going to help him do that. I think they get back on track here. Jaguars take care of that Giants team and dismiss them. Now, I bet if Barkley's healthy, though, he could have a big day against that Giant, against the Jaguar D. That's, that's something that is very likely to happen. So that's my two cents on that. Uh, Packers at the Commanders. Packers are favored by almost five points, four and a half as of right now. Total's 41 and a half. That's not very exciting. It seems like they're not expecting a ton of points. But both these defenses aren't... The Green Bay's defense is... Joe Barry is the defensive coordinator. They brought him over from the Rams a couple years ago. The Rams dumped Barry two years ago. And Packers thought it was a good idea to bring him aboard. But it's basically one of those guys who never blitzes ever. And he's like, give up yards, give up yards. Let's not give up the big play. And I don't think the Packers' defense is that outstanding at all. And obviously their offense is what all... All the rage is about. Everyone talks about their wide receiver situation. Like, oh, my God, the wide receiver situation. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, oh, Jasper's asking about Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper. Yeah, sure. Why not? That's fun. Austin Hooper is going to make a play? Sure. I don't know if that's what you're asking or not. Uh, Chad says, if the Jags win, it's a blowout. Otherwise, the Giants will win because on paper, this is a terrible matchup for the Jags. Eh, paper. Who cares about paper, though, right? Why... We shouldn't be focusing on paper with this NFL season. It's just quarterbacks throwing for 150 yards, 110 yards, less than 200 yards. It's happening every week, multiple times, and they're winning quarterbacks. Zach Wilson's, the Marcus Mariota's, uh, even a Kirk Cousins doesn't have to throw for a lot of yards, and they win. So, you know, the Bridgewater threw for a shitload of yards, and they lost. So it's just a different world right now. I don't care what paper says. I'm, I'm off paper. The NFL season... Any script you had for it, throw it out the window. Just get radical with it right now. Last week, taking 
the Steelers and the points was a great call. Everybody was on the Bucks, but taking the Steelers, taking the Jets. I like those plays because those are teams that are decent. And also the teams they're facing are just not very good. The Buccaneers are a mess. They're a total mess right now, right? The Packers are a mess. Will they end this streak they're on? Will they lose to Washington at home? Washington beat the Bears in an awful, awful Thursday night game last week. Carson Wentz is trash, but Brian Robinson looks good. And Terry McLaurin's talented, and so is some of their wide receiving core. In fact, their wide receiving core for Washington's real solid, real, real solid. So it gives Carson Wentz a slight bit of hope, even though he's terrible and holds on to the ball too much. Uh, take the Packers, but take Washington's points. That's Packers win, but I'm taking the Washington points, I think. I need to see the Packers do what they need to do. I need to see Aaron Rodgers care, too. I really don't think he's that involved right now. I really don't think he is. So that's my that's my thoughts. That's all I believe. That's, that's what I know. It's what I've seen. Falcons and Bengals. Uh, Falcons are 6-0 and in the cover. They've covered every game so far, 6-0, and and they've just been a delight. They're getting 6.5 more points in Cincinnati. Cincinnati has not been able to truck anybody. You got to take the Falcons' points until they until they lose. The over under on this one's forty seven, so it's a nice implied point total here. We should get plenty of points in this game from both sides. Uh, it, it's a timeshare for the Atlanta backfield with Algier and Huntley. They're sharing time, so pick one of those guys and roll with it. I'm avoiding it. I, I have Cordell Patterson, but I didn't pick up either one of those guys. I just went elsewhere, and I'll use Cordell when he comes off the IR in due time. But the Falcons are just, they're just a magic team, even more so the Giants. And I actually believe more in what the Falcons can do because I, I believe Arthur Smith, like Brian Dable, is a good coach. And the Falcons' pieces make more sense to me. In fact, there's actually more potential for the Falcons than the Giants. Two teams that have been very lucky this season. I don't think the Falcons will win this game, but I'm taking the six and a half points. I think uh, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are starting to heat up. I knew Jamar Chase would finally get on the board last weekend because it's just been so long. Sooner or later, he had to bust out, and he's finally busted out. And with T. Higgins being iffy, it made sense. It made all sense of the world. I like Hayden Hurst underneath, too. Tyler Boyd's a nice play. If Higgins doesn't play this weekend, Boyd is a, a solid play, a guy you want to get in your lineups. But the Falcons can play some D, so we'll see. Implied total of over, you know, what, 25 points? Maybe 28 points for the Bengals here if they're favored. Yeah. Mm. The Bengals are going to win this game, and they're going to score some points, but not as many points as we'll hope for. I bet it'll be more of a dud than we might expect with the over-under 47. Did you know that we sold out and we now have advertisements? Yeah, we've gone mainstream. We're getting $6. That's right. We've made 6 bucks so far. Can you believe it? What a dream come true, $6. Anyways, I wanted to give you some preparation, some time to be cognizant that a commercial is coming your way. I'm not just going to throw a commercial mid-sentence on you. I wouldn't do that. I respect you, and I know that's annoying. So here's a countdown for the upcoming advertisement from Starbucks or Spectrum, Comcast, Apple, who the hell knows. Three, a two, one. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. With the McDonald's app, you can get your favorite thing delivered to your door. So if you were looking for a reason to skip washing those dishes you left in the sink, consider this a sign. Right now, get $0 delivery fee with any purchase of $15 or more, only in the app. At participating McDonald's, minimum purchase excludes tax and service fees. Delivery prices may be higher than in restaurants. Other fees may apply, not valid with any other offer, discount, or coupon. Uh, the, my Bozo Lions! The Bozo Lions! Wow, dude! Taking on the Cowboys in Dallas. The Lions are getting seven points. The Lions suck. They do. They're the Lions. They're the Bozo Lions. I'm going to take the points, though, because I'm a fool. I don't think the Lions will win outright, but I think uh, the offensive firepower against this outstanding defense, the defense could shut them down. They could really shut them down. But Cooper Rush isn't great, and if the Lions can... The Lions' defense is so bad, though, so shit. The Cowboys could win this game 28-13. They really could. So it's even a risk to take the seven points. It's almost like Vegas or, you know... Vegas. We say it like all the lines come out of Vegas now. These days, the lines are everywhere. Everyone's betting everywhere all the time. Not Vegas. The lines makers are begging us to take the Lions points. Kind of feels like a trap, though. Maybe I should take the Cowboys minus seven. I'm going to take the plus seven. I hate it. And I'm probably falling for a trap. Over under 49 on this one, which implies that the Dallas defense sucks now. You think the over under should be much lower. Detroit offense still getting a lot of respect. DeAndre Swift trying to play for this one. He should play. They said he would play after the bye week, so I hope he suits up and we get some fantasy opportunities out of Swift. He's, I love Swift, and I love him on the field. Anytime he could play, play Swift. I think Amon Ra gets hot. Don't play Hawkinson. Hawkinson is a fraud. Hawkinson had that one game against Seattle. It's never going to happen again. Don't chase that dragon, folks. Trust me. Uh, Zeke Elliott, Pollard are both plays. And then, of course, you play CeeDee Lamb. and you, uh, Noah Brown is always a a deep cut for me. I like Noah Brown as a deeper play because he gets on the field and he gets opportunities. And sometimes he makes touchdowns. And sometimes he gets ones that are called back or overturned by replay or a penalty. Uh, Bucks at Panthers over under of 39.5. The Panthers are getting 11 points at home. This is exact replay of last week. You've got the Buccaneers on the road being big double digit favorites. They shit the bed last week. Why would they dominate this week? The Panthers, they're not good. no, but they've got some talent on that roster, some players who can play. So I'm taking, this is the NFL game. I'm taking the 11 points at home in an NFL game. I'm just not. Christian McCaffrey will likely get traded, but you're definitely starting him if he doesn't get traded before the Sunday. And with the Bucks, you start Fournette every week. Always starting Fournette. He's a lock. But with their receivers, you can't rely on Russell Gage because you never know how many opportunities he'll get. Even with Mike Evans, it's... Brady is just not himself right now. And I'm saying this, I'm not jumping on the bandwagon here because people are saying that. I know Brady. I went to Michigan. I've watched Brady forever. I know what he can do and what he can't do. And right now he's doing things that he's never done in his career. He's acting in ways he's never acted before. So he's fucked up behind the scenes. 
That means the the Buccaneers offense is going to be jacked up for a while. It is. So you want to roll out Godwin and Evans and guarantee opportunities? I don't know if you can do that. Uh, on the Panthers side, McCaffrey's a lock. Uh, DJ Moore, I hope he gets traded. You're playing him. And now maybe a, a guy like Chanel or maybe Terrace Marshall would make some more opportunities here. But the problem is you just can't trust who's throwing the ball. So with the Panthers wide receivers, it's it's tough to really play them with any confidence, especially a DFS. Forget that. You want to do a wild DFS play in a big GPP multi-entry tournament, you know, maybe you play a guy like uh, LaVisca Chanel, but I don't know if anybody can get him the ball. And I don't even know if he'll be healthy enough to play this week. So just forget I said that. That's a silly ramble. That's a silly ramble for me. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm crazy. Uh, Jasper says Steelers rule. Is that true? I don't know that. Uh, Joe says... Uh, Logs on here. Carson Wentz, slight bit of hope, logs off. <laughs> Joe, I love you, man. It's good to see you. How are you, Joe? Are you doing well, my friend? Joe texts me sometimes, and I love that. Dr. Nobody says, is Amari Cooper for Pitts a fair trade? Uh, it's a fair trade, yeah. Sure. That's a very fair trade. They're two guys that, you know, when Deshaun Watson comes back, which is just like such a shitty thought, but he's going to be on the field, and he's going to be throwing the ball, so... We got to accept that, but Pitts just can never. Pitts will be okay. Like he's just never going to get enough opportunities because the Falcons run the ball. It's what they do. That's what they will do. But Pitts could score a touchdown here, or there, and that's nice. But I think it's a fair trade because they're both equally uh, value-wise fair in the market. It looks fair. So yes, it is a fair trade. I would rather have. That would be real roster context based. I can't just give you a clear answer on that. If I needed a tight end, I would trade for Pitts, I guess. But I can think of some other tight ends who get a lot more reps that I would rather have, like a Pat Freermuth, even though he's been injured. Uh, Amari Cooper as a wide receiver does have value because Brissett does rely on him, but he just can't get him the ball enough. And if you're waiting for Cooper to bust out when Watson gets back, it's pretty late in the season. Week 13 he's returning, right? Your playoffs will be starting right after that or around then. I don't know if you can hold on that long. I really don't. Chad says, I think i take the under at 24.5 points. That's how ugly Bucks versus Panthers will be. You'll take an under of 24.5. I like that. Hell yeah. Okay. I'm with you there, Chad. I like what you're saying. All right. Colts-Titans. We just saw them play each other a couple weeks ago, and the Titans won that game, right? They won in Indianapolis. So now Matt Ryan came alive last week, threw for 389 yards. Matt Ryan. Hey, buddy. Good to see you. He's not dead. Threw the ball to Michael Pittman a lot. That's good. Even got Paris Campbell seven catches. You believe Paris Campbell caught seven balls and scored a touchdown? I mean, that is unbelievable. That's shocking. It's great news. Uh, the Titans offense is Robert Woods. Robert Woods is getting healthier. I like Robert Woods. You should be starting Robert Woods everywhere. I like him more and more each week. Uh, Derrick Henry, you start him because you have to. I didn't draft him anywhere this year, but if you have him, you got to start him. And Jonathan Taylor's been practicing, so I think Taylor will return this week. I really like Deion Jackson, though, a lot. I think they could trade Taylor and just go with Jackson. But the truth is, that offensive line in Indianapolis is just really good. So it makes a big, big difference. Their run blocking is superb. But uh, Alec Pierce, Michael Pittman, and I don't know if Paris Campbell's going to be able to repeat what he did. The Titans could be thrown against really, really well. I'd love to see some consistency from one week to the next for the Colts here. Can we just get... A consistency, just a little bit, please. We'll see if we get that. I'm not so sure it'll happen. The Colts are two and a half point dogs. Uh, 
I feel like a lot of people will jump on the Colts in this one, and it makes sense to do so, but somehow the Titans may win this game. Money line, I'm not taking that line. I'm not taking two and a half points. I'm not taking it if it goes to three for the Titans, but I would maybe take the Titans money line. But if I'm taking the spread, I'll probably take the Colts, but I really don't want to touch it because I don't have a clear clear thought on either one of those. Texans and the Raiders. The Raiders. <laughs> oh my gosh, terrible. I shouldn't have tried to do the Raiders thing. Chaz says, I don't know what to think of Matt Ryan. It's been all over the map, but it's hard to know what was him not being good and what was the revolving door at the skill positions the first few weeks with injuries. Yeah. I think we should just dismiss the whole first six weeks of the season and start fresh now. What do you think of that, guys? And Is anybody cool with that? Because I really think we should do that. All right, uh, I've been sick, so if I sound gross, that's why I sound the way I do. I'm, I'm on the mend. I'm hanging tough here. I'm going through the NFL slate right quick, and then I'm out of here. We got Thursday Night Football shortly. I want to go uh, tinker with my DFS lineups. And then I got to do Cinema 9. It's a busy day for me. Houston Texans at the Raiders. Plus seven for the Texans. Damian Pierce should run on the Raiders. I would love to see Damian Pierce in all my lineups this week. Of course, I'm starting Josh Jacobs everywhere. He should have a field day against that Texans front. He should really run well. I think the Raiders cruise here. I know the Texans are noisy. I don't know. The Texans are annoying as hell. They really are. So you see seven points. It's kind of like the Lions-Cowboys line. You see the line, you're like, well, the Texans are getting seven, and they hang in a lot of games. But I think this time the Raiders coming off the bye. I know the Texans are coming off a bye as well. I think the Raiders will be locked and loaded here. Over under of 46. Raiders should score 28 to 31 points here. Win this one 31-16, something like that. Just get over the over, maybe. I, I, I think yeah, I'm taking the minus seven of the Raiders in this one. I know it looks tempting with the Texans, but not this time. Not Davis Mills is horrendous on the road, guys. Check the road stats on Mills. It's so bad. I know they beat the Jags 13-6 to on the road before the bye, but that was a fluke. It was just a fluke from hell. Not buying it. I'm starting Devontae. Uh, I don't know if Mac Hollins is going to play for this one. Mac Hollins' value has been hurt by the return of Hunter Renfro. Uh, Mac Hollins was legit. I like Mac Hollins, but I don't know if you can really use him anymore right now with Renfro and Waller and Adams and Jacobs. It's a lot of miles of feed in Vegas. Uh, and then offensively for the Texans, beyond Pierce, Mills sucks on the road. Maybe Nico Collins gets more reps. He had a decent game their last time out, so... That could be wishful thinking, though, because I have a lot of Nico Collins. So. Uh, Jets and Broncos. Jets are plus one. The Broncos are such a mess. The only way the Broncos win this game is just because of the defense. The only way the Broncos win is because of their defense. Mark this down. I don't know if Russell Wilson is going to play or not. Maybe that's a good thing. Shit, who's the backup for the Broncos? I don't even know. I have no idea. Who is it? Tell me right now because I, I, I don't even... I usually know all that shit, but... Everyone's so locked in on Russell Wilson, I can't even think of their backup right now because they traded Drew Locke, of course. <sighs> Jets are fun, but Rus- uh, Russell, Zach Wilson. Russell Wilson and Zach Wilson, who's worse? They're both terrible. The Broncos are horrible, but their defense is great, and the Jets' defense is pretty damn good, too. This should be a, The under is 38.5. I'm taking the under for sure on this. 38.5, easy. This should be like a, a, a 16-12 game. Maybe 1916. That's still the under. So take the under on this one all day. I like the Jets, but I do think the Broncos will stop the losing streak only because of the defense. I love the Jets, but I think the Broncos defense pulls off a miracle here. 
Just take the money line with the Broncos only and take the under for sure. I feel very confident about the under. And as far as fantasy assets, Brees Hall could be in for a tough day. So could Michael Carter. And if Zach Wilson can't throw, then all of those talented wide receivers he have are useless. And he gets that Broncos defense, it's going to be tough. It's going to be real tough. Broncos defense is great. It really is. Nate Hackett's a moron, and Russell Wilson is a fraud right now, but the Broncos defense is legit. Uh, Chiefs and Niners, that's a fun one. This reminds me of like the 90s and Steve Bono for some reason. I'm not sure why, but it does. I hope, just like Joe said earlier, somebody hears Steve Bono and they log off immediately. (laughs) Chiefs minus two and a half, over under 48 and a half. Yeah, Chiefs defense is uh, very susceptible to pass, but they're pretty good against the run. And the 49ers bread and butter is the run, but the Falcons shut down the run and the Niners had to throw a lot. Brandon Ayuk had two touchdowns in that 28-14 loss to Atlanta last week. I also feel like George Kittle had to get going last week because he'd been so worthless, and he finally did. And now he's facing Kelsey. You got Kelsey versus Kittle. These on a perfect world in a vacuum, two of the most talented, the two most talented tight ends possibly in football. I think both of them play well in this game. Or maybe the 49ers shut down Kelsey, but the 49ers defense is so messed up. That's part of this, the line here, I think, with the two and a half. I think they take the Chiefs to win this game because the 49ers are in a tough spot. But they also, the 49ers are tough. They're very, very tough. And one of these teams have to lose. So I really, I think the Niners, maybe I'll take the Niners in the two and a half. And if it gets the three, that'll be even better. Uh, Mahomes versus Garoppolo, Super Bowl rematch a couple years ago. Yes, I see that. But there's an injury situation here. But the defense of the Niners is just so, so complicated and throws a big wrench into the situation. I, I can't. I don't think I could fairly comment on even today right now, Thursday night. It's just not fair because we got to know who's going to be playing with Greenlaw and Warner and all these injuries they've got. We'll see how that plays out. But um, play all your play all your Chiefs players that you play. Miss Schuster showed life. I've been starting him every week, and he had 113 yards and a touchdown last week against the Bills. Keep playing Smith-Schuster. MVS is a lost cause to me right now. And their backfield, I might as well play McKinnon because if they trade for CMC and McCaffrey ends up in Kansas City, that's going to be a huge boost for them. We don't know that that will happen, though. So everyone remain calm and chill to the next episode on that. Uh, Chad says, the offense will be smelling ripe at the hands of Brett Rippon. Brett Rippon from Boise State? He's the backup in Denver? Oh, wow. Is he uh, the son or the nephew of former... Washington Super Bowl champ, Mark Rippon. Yeah, Mark Rippon won a Super Bowl in 91. Beat my Bozo Lions in the NFC title game. Lions were in the NFC title game in 91, and they lost to Washington and Mark Rippon. So maybe the Mark Rippon magic lives on with Brett. I'm not so sure of that. Seahawks and Chargers. Seahawks are getting five. Seahawks are fun. Uh, They'll probably lose this game, but the Chargers also screw things up. I think I'm going to take the points with the Seahawks, plus five. And over under a 50 and a half, this should be a shootout. And I think we'll see a lot of good offense here. That should be fun. This should be like a classic AFL matchup. High-flying passing affair. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Kenneth Walker is going to run all over the Chargers. I love Walker against the Chargers this week. That's a guarantee. And, uh, you know, Gerald Everett, tight end for the Chargers. I always He's a sneaky play. I think I'm taking the over on his, his prop this week on price picks. was 32 and a half yards receiving. I'm taking the over for Everett. And... Maybe Keenan Allen will finally return. I don't know. I know Herbert will play better this week against the Seahawks defense, which is very susceptible. I mean, they gave up 39 points to the Saints. So the Chargers should have a big outing here, but I expect the Seahawks offense to also compete. Start Cheeto Smith. Start everybody in Seattle until further notice. 
Sunday night game is Steelers at the Dolphins. This is so unusual to see the Dolphins on Sunday night, isn't it? When I saw this game, I was like, oh my God, Miami's never in these primetime games anymore. This is very rare. It really is. And they used to be a staple when I was younger because Dan Marino was their quarterback. They were always on Monday night football or Sunday night football. So this is a different matchup. It's so great to see a team that's not in the NFC East or the AFC West for once on these Sunday night games. So tired of seeing the Broncos or the Cowboys or the Giants. Go away. God. So Steelers-Dolphins is a fun matchup. I'm taking the Steelers points for sure because the Dolphins don't deserve that kind of respect. Even with two are returning, Steelers will hang. I know they're not going to pull off what they did last week against Tampa, but I'm taking the seven points. Again, there's three teams, the Steelers, the Lions, and the Texans, all getting seven points on the road. It's not a coincidence. The over-under in this one's 44 and a half. I don't think the Steelers' defense will play nearly as good this week as they did last week. I expect Miami's offense to fly high, and they should win this one. I'm taking the over-under over 44 and a half for sure. And then Monday night, Bears and Pats. Pats should just kill the Bears. I mean, Belichick's going to make the Bears do the one thing they can't do, and that's throw the ball. And then Because they won't let Justin Fields free. Free Justin Fields for crying out loud, man. Please. He's very talented. And you're just wasting a quality quarterback who can do everything. But you've fucked up his mind so much in Chicago. You fools. Ryan Pace, Matt Nagy, all you ex-morons. Now the current regime's just like, I don't know what to do. They don't, they're, up, they're playing scared. They're playing scared. And that's no way to win in the NFL. No way. Forget it. So the Bears... Plus eight looks like a lot, but the Pats should just crush them. The Lions were getting... The Lions were... The Lions favorites in that game when they went to New England a couple weeks ago and they lost 29 nothing. I swear they were. Or they were... No, they were getting a couple points, I think. Pats were favored by like two and a half to 29 nothing. So if the Lions lost 29 nothing in New England a few weeks ago, the Bears should lose somewhere along those lines as well. I'm taking the Pats easy. The Pats are ascending and Bailey Zappy Zap is fun. He's a lot of fun, and he's better than Mac Jones right now. So until further notice, guys like Tyquan Thornton and uh, Kendrick Bourne was a playmaker. He never gets enough respect, but he's got talent, athleticism. And, of course, Ramondre Stevenson's a god. You're starting him all the time. Damian Harris looks like he'll be back this week, supposedly. So we'll see if that's mind games or not. Uh, that does bother us Stevenson owners a bit. It's a buzzkill for us, but... Um, I think you got to start Stevenson every week, no matter what. I don't care who they're playing. And the Bears could be run upon. Damian Pierce ran on him. Barkley ran on him. They could be run upon. Remember that. All right, my voice is already awful, and I'm uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go back into my hole. I'm crawling in my corner. It's been great to get on here, though, with you guys. Thank you. Good to see you. Get on the Discord. Palazzo Podcast Discord. You two L's, two Z's. Give me two. We got first pitch in two weeks in Arizona Live. If you're going to be there, let's make plans to hang out. Let's kick it. Let's go to a game together. Seriously, let's get to know each other in real time, real life. That will be happening in two weeks from now. That's a baseball thing. I love baseball. I still do. It's great. We got football right now. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I've been killing it on the college picks. I went 18 and 6. This is verified, guys. Verified. I went 18 and 6. In my college football picks against the spread last weekend. 18 and 6. Yeah. It's incredible. It's really incredible. Wow, dude. Everybody should be wow duding. That's badass. I know college football. I love it. And I'm going to keep riding with it. So if you want to get involved, head over to FTN. Check out the three-day free trial. FTNDaily.com. FTNBets.com. That's where it all starts. You get a three-day free trial. If you like what you see, use my promo code MJGovier. Sign up. Save 20%. It's for real. 
FDN is awesome. The tools there are stupid good. I'm giving you winners. I'm not an expert. I'm not any more of an expert than anybody else. Like when someone proclaims they're an expert, they're no more an expert than anybody else. Don't fall for their bullshit. I know the game of football though, and I know college, I know NFL, and I know how these lines work, and I know how the trends change constantly. That's the key. We're constantly moving. So I do know that, and I can help you. If you want it, if you're betting blindly and you look for some help, check out ftnbets.com, sign up with us, and let's go from there. Uh, Jamie says, have a good one. Great to see you again, Jamie. Uh, Jeb just showed up real quick. Kyle Pitts or Taysom Hill? Uh, well, if you've got Taysom Hill as a tight end in your format, I'm going Taysom Hill because that's a cheat code right there. If he's tight end eligible in your league, in your format, I'm going Hill over Pitts because they can use him in so many ways. He's such a great weapon. He's a guy who can run for 100 yards, score a couple of rushing touchdowns as a tight end. That's a huge bonus. So I, I'm going that. Pitts is glitz. Pitts is glitz, but he ain't shit. Sorry, he's just not. What has Kyle Pitts ever done for you? Seriously, as a fantasy asset, what has he done for you? I'm taking Taysom Hill, and I'm confident in that. I really am. It's not just recency bias. It's not hyperbolic talk. It's for real. Thanks, Jeb. Great for the. I appreciate the question. Great to see everybody. Great to be back. I'm out of here. I'm going back to my uh, tunnel of love. <laughs> what? My tunnel of love? <laughs> I don't know what that means. That Luke smile ahead. Uh, I don't know what that means at all. I'm, I don't even know what I'm talking about. Jasper says he'll take Hill as well. So, yeah, I'm just going to go into my uh, hole. Thanks, everybody. Here's Russell Crowe. This is the official podcast of Russell Crowe. Bye-bye. All right, lads. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you. And I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. <laughs> and we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side. <laughs> you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.